Hey, it's Kathy with Rocky Retirement. And as promised, today's Friday, and so you'll be getting to listen to Henry Shapiro's Retired Excited. I know you're just going to love this as much as I do. And don't forget, you can still listen to Rock Your Retirement, where I'm the host, and those shows are released on Mondays. Welcome to the Retired Excited Podcast. Retired Excited, the show where we give retired and want-to-be-retired folk a look at how great retired life can be. Here we talk to men and women who are happily retired and loving their life. We explore the techniques, activities, beliefs, and excitement of these happy retirees and examine how every Tom, Dick, and Mary can benefit from their experience. Together, we will delve into what retired happiness really looks like and how anyone can achieve it. Here is your host, Henry Shapiro. Hey folks, Henry here at Retired Excited, the show providing inspiration for people who are nearly retired, newly retired, or say they're never going to retire. If you're nearing retirement and fearful of what lies ahead, you don't need to be. If you're already retired and wondering how to fill your days, then this show is exactly for you. Here we talk to retired people doing things that make them happy. Things from stamp collecting to cruising, from dancing to touring the world on a motorbike. There's an exciting stage of life to be enjoyed after full-time work and it's got nothing to do with your financial situation or social position. We talk to everyday retired people who are living the life they want and we talk to a few professionals to get expert advice. And I chip in with some of my own experiences. Hi there everybody, here we are again at Retired Excited with episode 11. Some of you may have watched a program on television called Who Do You Think You Are? And what they do is they get celebrities to have a look at their family history and their genealogy, go back and look at their ancestors. And that's more or less what we're going to do today. I'm talking to a lady called Alison Smith. Now, Alison, uh, when she was uh, a younger lady, she had a bit of a look at her family history, looked at her relatives, and then she dropped it. It didn't really uh, grab her at that time. But later on, an event occurred which caused her to think, oh, I really should have a look at this. And she started delving into her background, background of her family, and started to consume her. And she's not a guru in this, just a lady who uh, was trying to find out some stuff for herself, and she's done really, really well, or I think she's done really well at it. And what we're going to do is find out the reason why she took up this quest, why she started looking, and a couple of the really surprises that she discovered along the way, and how, how she went about the business of discovering who her ancestors were. And also, towards the end, I'm going to ask her what resources she uses, and for those of you who are interested in having a look at your family history, at your ancestors, these resources are really important because they can save you lots and lots of time. I'm not quite sure why this always happens to me, but while we're talking, Alison's husband is clattering around the place, and I say, off air, I say to him, I'm going to kill him, and then I'm going to jump up and down on him, and then I'm going to kill him again. But didn't seem to help much. Anyhow, 
There's a few bumps and whatnot in this episode, but can't be helped. As always, I start out by asking her where we are, where we're doing this interview from. Uh, we're in Melbourne, in inner Melbourne, at my house. Right. Um, we're having a chat. Alison, I want to talk to you today about lots of things, but mostly about genealogy. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, tell me, how did you come to genealogy? What's the background? Well, I've always been interested in history, and um, my great my grandfather died very young, and so we never knew anything about his family. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd like to find out a little bit about his family on are, my father's side. You, is your background in history, or because I know you're a teacher? Yes. Is it, was that something in your back in your training? Um, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I've always enjoyed history. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've always been always had an interest. Terrific. So sorry, I butted in on your story about your grandfather. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, yes. And my grandfather died young, and my father wasn't interested in the past, mm-hmm. so he never talked about the, the extended family. So I was really interested to find out about them. And in the 1970s, I went and interviewed um, a couple of my father's cousins, who at that stage would have been in their early 70s. And they this told is in 1970, though, yes, in the 70s. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and they told me a little bit about the past and about our great-grandfather. What were you doing at that time? I had young children. I wasn't right. working. So, all right, then that sparked your interest. Yes, that's really sparked my interest. Okay. Yeah. And, and I put that aside, mm-hmm. forgot about it Yes. for a long, <laughs> a long time. But luckily, um, I kept... You were still a young person at this time. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's in the memory bank. In my 30s. Right. Yeah, early 30s, late 20s. And so um, I wrote... A bit of that down, made some notes, and mm-hmm. I put them away, mm-hmm. and I forgot all about them. Yep. And then, um, oh, when my mother passed away, we were going through a lot of things, and I found the notes. Mm-hmm. This was three years ago now, and so I've taken it up from there, and I'm following that interest. Following it up from there. Mm. Yeah. So now I know you're not really retired. You've just no. wound down. <laughs> and that's the perfect way, really. It's, yes. it's, uh, yeah. it's not such a shock to the system or to the bank. No, when you no that's right. That's right. Yes, ease I am just winding and, down. And your husband, Ken, is coming towards the end of his working life as well. He is. And he's got another project going on. What's he doing? He has. He's building a house. Building a house? Mm. He's a builder by trade, isn't yes. he? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he is a builder by trade. That'll keep him out of your hair for a while. That'll keep him out of my hair. That'll <laughs> keep him busy. It's very good. Excellent. <laughs> Won't have him hanging around the house. So you've been working. You've wound down your work mm. a little mm. bit. So you're just working a few days a week or whatever yes, at the moment. Yes. What did you think you were going to be doing after full-time work? Well, I hadn't really thought about it because I've always been a busy person. Mm-hmm. I've always been very busy and I've got grandchildren and no doubt, I thought that no doubt um, I'd be 
have something to do with them. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, I, I really hadn't thought that much about retirement. Um, and has let's call you semi-retired at the moment because yes, you're working in a couple of days. Is it turning out to your satisfaction? Is it turning out? Uh, yes, it's you good. Yes, it is good. Yeah, being semi-retired is good because you've got enough work to be stimulating, and you've got a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, to follow your to own do what interests. You want to do. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Now you use the word stimulating or stimulating. Yep. Is that an important thing? Do you think as you get older? Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think so. What, yeah. what is it about that? Just well, it keeps you up with latest trends, and in my work, I'm a teacher, so yes. it keeps me up to date with educational philosophy and things that are happening. I meet a lot of young people, mm-hmm. a lot of young families, um, a lot of work with young teachers. So I'm open to all of those sorts of ideas. Fantastic. And yes. I'm um, about five years ago, I went back to university oh, really? and did a bit more study. Yes, what did yeah. you study? Um, psychology. Right. So I didn't... I'd better behave. <laughs> so that was interesting too. Okay. Mm. And so why did you do that? Why did you study? Um, yeah, I enjoy studying mm-hmm. and I was interested in psychology. It was sort of a bit of a natural progression from yes. teaching. Yes, I guess that's right. Yeah. 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 And so I thought, oh, yeah, that would be interesting to follow that up. But I didn't actually graduate with a degree. I did a number of subjects. Right. Mm. So in your position, a degree wasn't going to help you anyhow, was it? No, 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 so, no, that's so, right. Was, so, no. And is that something, <clears throat> I'll just follow this up for a little bit. Yeah. Is that something you would recommend to people? Yeah, to go back to university. Yeah, or further, yes. you know, could further study or whatever. Yes, yes, I would definitely recommend that. It's um, you come at learning from a different perspective mm-hmm. when you're older. You go into Expand. things. Expand. What do you mean? What perspective? You go into things. I think in a lot more depth, and oh, because okay. you're older, you have more of an understanding. Well, very, I found that was psychology anyway. Yes. Uh, you can look at, at things critically, whereas maybe when you're younger you just accept things. Yes. But, yeah, it's, it's easier to look through at things. I have to admit, when, when I was at... Uh, I went to high school and then I went to RMIT, which is now a university. Mm. It was a tech school in those yeah. days. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to get through it, you know, it, Yes. Whereas I know now, I'd be more involved in it. Yes, that's yeah. right. And yeah. that's what young people do. They just <laughs> want to party and get through it, don't they? <laughs> I spent a lot of time down in the local pool hall, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably graduated at pool rather than what yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you've done that, and now you, we'll just go back again. Um, you've expanded... Your brain, by, by um, I hope by, so, yes. <laughs> and expanded your interest, and you've now wound down to one or two, two days a week, whatever, uh, and you found something that really excites you now to be doing in your spare time or your yes, your, your, yes, yes, it's a really good hobby. Yes, um, 
And it, it's good for a retired person. You can spend as much time, or semi-retired like me, yes. as much time or as little time as you like. Yeah. And you can do it. You can decide to just maybe follow your grandfather and write about his life. Yes. Or you might want to go way back, you know, as far as you can in the family. So what you're saying is that there's different aspects to it. You can, oh, you can yes. try and get a broad range of everybody you can really find. Yes. Or you can just do your yeah. mother or just yeah. do a great-grandfather yeah. or something like that. Mm. For people you know who are, who are following this, what sort of endeavours have they? What, what sort of, uh, I'm not saying this very well, what are they aiming at? What's the purpose of what they're doing? Well, I think it depends. It depends on what, how you want it to be. So if you want to, um, for example, I know someone who's written a book mm-hmm. and they just wrote that about a grandfather right. who they found it was very interesting and they found a lot of information about him. And for other people, you might want to be looking way back. You might want to see how far back you can go. You might have had a family history that you're related to um, King John or... <laughs> Somebody like that. Well, that that brings me to to another point. I know, sort of Americans, they all want to be related to people who came over on the Mayflower, mm. and then mm. people here in Australia, perhaps, uh, looking to see whether they had a convict or a bush ranger mm. in their past. Is that yes. is that a big deal? Well, it's interesting if you find a, a convict. Do you know anyone like that? Um, any stories well, of those sort of? Yes, I I did find. Well, my mum, mother had heard that her grandfather was a convict, but she hadn't been able to prove it. But right. since then, we've written away, and, and there's a lot of convict resources. There's lists, oh, lists of the convicts that came out, um, lists of the ships that came out. You should explain for people who are not in Australia or don't know Australian history, well, perhaps I'll just say that, um, Australia was founded by, let's say, if you take the British version of this or the yeah. white version of it, Captain Cook. Yes. He established a settlement here and then it became a penal colony. Mm. So mm. the first thousands of people who came to Australia were convicts. Convicts, yes. Were, which in years gone by, it was quite um, a negative Yes. Let's say, whereas yeah. now people think, oh, perhaps I'm, perhaps I'm. <laughs> perhaps I've got a convict. <laughs> a convict. So I just buttered in on you. So you thought that someone was, that one of your people oh, was related yes, to yes, a convict. Yes, yes, yes. And we found that um, it's fascinating what you can find on the internet because we found that we had a relation, but he'd changed his name. He was convicted in England, in yeah. Kent. Right. And what had he done? Do you know what he did? Yes, he'd stolen horses. Okay. Which was all related to very a horse thief. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, and there's even a record of his trial okay. online. So amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and um, petitions for his speaking on behalf of him mm-hmm. by other people. Yes. So that's all online in England. Right. Okay. And I mean, it's all there. It's all there. It's you, all. Yeah. You found this. You've you've. So we found this documentation. And, and you've got yeah, yes. We've yeah. documented that, mm-hmm. and my cousin has gone over and 
she went over to England and she actually looked at the transcripts. And, yes. It's so, interesting, isn't it? Yes. So he was a convict um, and he came out and he married um, a girl who was... She'd been um, employed in... She was from Ireland and she was employed to come to Australia to work for somebody in Australia. Like a nanny or a, or a yeah, house Yeah, a house person. person. Yeah. So apparently they used to, they'd get um, people who were unemployed, I imagine, mm -hmm. or looking for work in Ireland, and they'd fill a ship. So they'd have a whole right. ship full. Right. And they'd bring them out and they'd be consigned. That's the word. Right. Consigned yes. to people. The other thing was that early in the early days, there was lots more men than women out here, wasn't yes, there? Yes, that's so right. I was about to say, that's right. It was a good thing to get some women out here. So he married this um, girl from Ireland, but sadly, he drowned. He was a ship's carpenter. He drowned at sea. Um, he couldn't swim, and of course, because I guess yes, yes, yeah, yeah, they couldn't. It's, swimming is natural here in Australia, but yes. in Europe it isn't. No. no. Yeah, five of them drowned. The other thing is that people look for is to, what they used to say, they had relatives who were born out of wedlock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, there's a lot of them. Yes, a lot, I think a lot of people find cousins that, that they didn't know existed. Yes. Well, it Their seems stra ancestors. strange now, but uh, the society has changed so much. Yes. Even yes. when I was young, I'm not that old. No, <laughs> was, no, you're not. It was, it. You, if you lived together, it was living in sin. Yes, you know? that's uh, Whereas right. now, if you don't live together before you get married, it's unusual these days not to live together, isn't it? It's and I, and I think, it. too, um, there, was a sh there was shame attached to having mm. a baby. Out of wedlock, out of then, wedlock. Whereas now, even the word wedlock is a, yes, it's a, when it you is, think it's about a very the word, loaded word. Yes, isn't it? I better get back to it. We've we were talking about stories that people find, whether they're convicts or bush rangers or, or whatever. You found some someone in your past who was a convict, and he's, yes, he's come out. Here. Yes, let's get back to the actual hobby or enterprise itself. It seems to me that it is, what's the word, um, seductive. That mm, once you start, you mm, get drawn into it. You do get drawn into it, yes. And the internet, now, when I first started um, looking up people, you had to go in to the genealogical society in the city. And the genealogical societies are a fantastic resource. Right. But... Now, with the internet, it's so much easier. There's so well, much tell me, tell, tell the listeners about that. When you say easy, what...? Well, there's a lot of newspapers online, hmm. so you can look... Um, in Australia, we have a site called Trove, right. and um, all of the newspapers are gradually being put online, so you can type in... An ancestor's name, for example, and um, a range, say 1900 to 1920, and every article with their name in it will come up. If they've been a public figure? or uh... Uh, Yeah, if they've been in the newspaper right. at any time. Even yeah. a birth, if a birth, uh, notice birth, or birth or death. Yes. 
uh, obituary. Okay. Um, and you can filter it by a, an, yes. a, a time range. So yes. 1910 to 1920 yeah. blogs yes. died or something. And, yes. And it may come up. And another thing we found a relation we didn't know about, mm -hmm. and there was a description of his wedding right. in the 1920s online in Trove. And you so didn't, know, you didn't know that until that time, you didn't know he no, was a relative? No. So how did no. you track down that this person that you're reading on the screen was related to you? Well, yeah, there was a bit of toing and froing because we had to prove... Mm -hmm that he was the person that he was a brother of my great-grandmother. Right. So we had to go back um, and look on Ancestry.com mm -hmm. and we found out that she did have a brother, but he was born in Melbourne. But this event took place in Perth. Right. So then we had to try and prove that this person who was born in Melbourne had gone... To Perth, to Perth. Mm -hmm. and we found some documentation that showed that gracious me his son um, had gone to Perth the son had gone to Perth to meet his father who had been living in Perth since um, whatever whatever yes. time <laughs> yes. so we we're able to put those two things together that's astounding it is, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's sort, of, it's sort of almost like detective work. Yes. Yeah. I can, I can see how you get sucked into it and yeah. follow little trails here and there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of little trails. And as I said, you can go into it. You can do as much or as little as you like. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Ancestry.com. Yes. And so let's talk about resources for a second of how you find things. Can you talk about well, that for a little bit? The 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 first resource that you should never discount are family stories, because even though a family story might be mightn't be exactly true, there'll be a grain of truth there right. somewhere. Yes. So you can talk to if you talk to elderly relatives, the stories might have changed a little. You know, yeah, down there, cleaned up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But that's a good starting point yeah. for names, dates. So family, relatives is one yes. resource? What, yes, what? relatives. Um, as I mentioned, Trove. Trove. Yes. And so Trove so is newspapers? Yes. Yes, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Newspapers. Um, you might have old family photographs. Yes. Go through them and see who you can put a name to. They might mm. be... But the thing I found is people write great grandma nineteen twenty three without their name without their name. So who's great grandma? <laughs> what about do libraries carry all this stuff? Um, yes, local libraries mm -hmm. are great. Yeah, um, they have some really good resources. Yeah, I just want to jump away for a mm. second. Um, I was involved in a small town in the Western District. I lived there for a while. And the locals there started what they called the history rooms. It's in a soldier settlement area, but there were still some elderly people. They're mm. sort of in their late 80s and 90s, some of them. And they would come into the history rooms with stories. Now, the, the, the folks who were operating the history, it was a voluntary thing, or it is a voluntary thing. The history rooms, they didn't want uh, 
artifacts. You know, people want, wanted to bring them old scythes and yes. tractors and stuff. Yes. Well, they didn't want that because no. it's just a building. But they would take documentation and people were bringing in, well, they actually brought in lots of war medals, which they did take. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the purposes of doing that was <clears throat> to keep them safe. Mm. Um, they've got a fireproof cabinets and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So they're, they're not lost for future generations. Mm. And that's a really good thing. And there must, <clears throat> excuse me, they, there must be more places like that. I, yes. I suppose if you yeah, search somehow, you'd find yes. local resources like that. Um, I've been down to the local historical society oh, okay. down so here. The, yes, yeah. And they have old newspapers. Um, so historical photos. societies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're a really good resource. Mm. What about books? Are there... Um, not so much books to look up uh, your relatives, but books that teach you how to do this? Yes, I'm sure there are. Um, I probably haven't got to that stage yet because when you know I'm... You <laughs> When I'm... By the time I... When I'm um, actually compiling a tree... Yes. I'll need a bit of help in how to do that because right. it's... My, now I've got such an extensive tree, I yes. might have to break it up even into different families, into my mother's side and right. my father's side. Yes. Because I've found so many relations. Yeah. So I'll just go back to resources. You've got the older relatives, you've got historical societies, you've got the library, you've got Trove. Uh, and I know a lot of people go and look in um, cemeteries. Yes. Yeah, cemeteries are great. I've been to cemeteries. It's a bit, a bit out there. <laughs> no, it's good. On a dark, you dark can, night. <laughs> and the um, gravestones are a fantastic resource because if you you take a photo, you look at them, take a photo, and it's got the days and the dates yes. and things that you mightn't have known before. That can so. lead you somewhere else, can't yeah, it? Yeah, so that can lead you on. <clears throat> and getting back to books... Um, Books, it's good to have a history of the times. Okay. If, if they're in England uh, in the 1850s, what's going on? Give you a context of yeah, what you can in, expect. Yes. Yeah. So the context of why they might have come to Australia or why they might have gone to America, why let's, they might have left Ireland. Yes. Let's talk about ancestry for a little bit. And listeners know I'm not um, uh, an affiliate of Ancestry, but I know they're a very, very good site. Mm. Uh, and once you learn how to use them, it's easy enough to use, isn't it's it? You've very been, easy. You've been showing me. Yes. So tell me what you can do on Ancestry. What, well, what does it do? Um, you pay um, a yearly subscription to mm -hmm. join, yeah. and you can build your family tree. You can put in photographs. You can add photographs. And... It's like a community almost. Right. That if you type in, say, your grandfather's name and his date of birth, there might be somebody else who's been following your grandfather or looking for information from about a different your aspect, yeah. a different they could country be from or, another country, yes, could yes. be mm -hmm. from anywhere. Yes, and and that will automatically come up on your site. So ancestry do the all of the technical stuff. Tech, yeah. and they Who find, runs it? Or how do they get um, all this info? Uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints. Latter-day Saints, the Mormons, mm. yeah. Mm. They've got a monster data bank, haven't they, I think? Yes, yeah. yes. This must be an offshoot. Of that, mm. yeah. 
Mm. I know I, I, some years ago I tried to do this and just drawing a picture or a diagram of your family is really complicated. It is. <laughs> it does get very complicated. So they have a method of doing that, don't yes. they? Yes. Yeah. They have um, like a, a prototype. Yes. Yeah. So you can just fill in the names. Yeah. And so, it links them together, who's yeah, related to who. Yeah, it links together. Who's married to You put it, start with your, <clears throat> whoever you want to put, put as your home person. I put my father. Mm-hmm. So you start with your father and then you work backwards. Yeah. And then... Gra- can you work forwards to your children as well? Yes, you and can. Grand, and grandchildren? But you can start with, with your grandchildren mm-hmm. and then work back from your grandchildren. It's yes. better to start... With your parents, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Ancestry, for privacy reasons, anybody who's still alive, mm-hmm. they don't publish their details. Okay, so you said that you, if you come across someone who's... Uh, researching a person like mm. your grandfather who might still be alive and someone else is researching him from a different direction how do you contact them if they don't give you details how do you, is there oh, some method you can, of yes the, um, you can contact there's a, a message board a message board okay. yes you can write a letter that, write it to ancestry no no oh. uh, you have um uh, like an, a name, a okay. code, or a okay. name, yeah. or whatever you want. However, yeah, there's much a method. There's a way of privacy doing it. you want. Yeah. And the, yes, the thing too is about ancestry. You can put on as much about yourself or as little about yourself as you like. As you want. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. really good. So you said that you can be contacting other people. Is there a sort of community? I don't mean necessarily on ancestry, but a community of people who are interested in all this who you're in touch with? I think you form your own community as you go along. Yeah. I've been writing to a man in Yorkshire whose wife is a relation of the distant relation way back of the convict. Right. So we connected... Um, we recognised the name and on ancestry. Yeah, yeah. So it works. Yes, yeah, so it works. It works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you re- and so now you're corresponding with this man and getting more details and. Yes. Well, yeah. we've we've had a bit of a little bit of a conversation and we've both found out what we want to know and yeah. no, I don't need to contact him. No, no, anymore. Yeah. But yeah. someone else might come up. There's a lot of people. Um, you would be amazed at the number of people following if, their if family you tree. Get stuck. You do, you're doing this, and you're mm-hmm. involved. You get stuck. Is there support, or is there is there help to move you forward? Are there forums you can go on and ask questions or anything like that? I think so. Right, you're I not. I think in, you, so, but, but I haven't. You, you haven't struck that. I haven't struck that. I yeah. just lit, and the thing, the really interesting thing about it is that. If you keep a record of everything you find out, yep. it links. It all links up. You think I'll never, I'll never know who great grandfather was on, on that side, mm. and then eventually someone will say something, and you'll link up with something else, and yeah. you'll find out what his name was. You said something then that that sparked in me, and that mm-hmm. is, if you keep a record, not I. So you need to be a particular sort of person, really. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't count I'm a bit scatterbrained. I'd as a very organised person, but I've got a folder. Yeah. 
and I just put all my ants in. I started off, I had one folder. Yes. <laughs> but now I've got about four folders, for okay. one for of each notes. branch of the family okay. of notes yes. and records that I've um, photocopied and sent away for. Because you can send away um, for birth certificates and yeah. um, all sorts of things. Now, I'm going to ask you two questions just to finalise, which are going to sound the same, but they are different. <laughs> um, would you recommend this to people? Would you recommend delving into your family past? or Is, is that a good thing for people to do? Oh, I think it's fascinating. Yes. yes. I mean, obviously, because you're doing it and, yes. and loving and, it. And um, if you're worried about finding skeletons mm. in the closet, you probably have to be fairly tactful. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and sure of your facts yes, before you yes, go. Yes. Um, well, you talking. might be looking for uh, uh, the wealthy uncle, I suppose. Well, and... that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And and not everybody. I've made. I've seen people on ancestry, and I've attempted to make contact with them, but not everybody replies. No. What's well, their choice? Yes. Yeah, and that's their that's their choice. Yeah. That's their choice. And the, the, the other question, and I know you're not fully retired, but this is sort of aimed at retirees. Mm -hmm. What's your recommendation for people after they, or what would you say to people after they stop work? Oh, what? keep busy. Yes. Keep busy. Mm. Find something. Find your passion, something that you're really interested in. And why would you say that to them? I mean, there's so much more to do once you retire, isn't there? That's only the beginning of your life. It's not the end. Excellent. That's exactly what I wanted you to say. <laughs> I did not prop Alison, folks. <laughs> That's exactly what I think. It's just another phase of your life. Yes. You know, you've got your, your days at school and your days when you're married and your days mm. with the kids and then your days when you retire. Yes, and, and you don't let a minute go by without making the most of it. Fantastic. Alison, thank you very much. That's a great place for us to wind up. Thank you for all your help Thank with you, Henry. Thank you. Well, there you go. It's a bit like a detective story, isn't it? Trying to find all the bits and pieces and put them together, work out who's related to who and what's related to what. And I can imagine, and uh, certainly it seems for Alison, this becomes really addictive. It becomes seductive. If you've ever tried to do this and tried to draw your family tree, you're going to find, as I found when I had a look at this, it becomes really difficult, connecting all the people, where they all fit together. And that's where the website which she mentioned, Ancestry.com, and once again, I've got no connection to them, but that's where Ancestry.com is really useful because they've got a set layout that you just start and then you fill it in. If we think about what Alison found out, well, she found a bit of a ruffian back in her family, and uh, amazingly... She was able to identify that person and find a whole lot of documentation about his life, which astounds me. But you never know what you can find on the web. If you think about how this used to happen in the past, well, you'd have to contact people, you'd write to them by snail mail or you'd write away to local churches or whatever it might have been, and it would be really difficult and a very long, long exercise. But now with the internet... A lot of this stuff is on the net, stuff that you wouldn't even think about and stuff I wouldn't have thought about. And Alison gives us a whole bunch of ideas of where you can start the story. And it 
she says, and this is a really good uh, exercise, just start with your the older folks in your family. If you're lucky enough to have grandparents or great-grandparents uh, still with you, well, ask them for some of the family stories, and that's a great place to start. But then she mentions a number of websites, um, certainly genealogical societies and books, and even having a look at the gravestones in, in cemeteries. Now, I'm going to put all those things on the or in the show notes on the website, retiredexcited.com, episode 11. You'll be able to find it all there. And I hope you found this interesting because um, for those of you who like detective stories and those of you who would really like to do this, I think this gives you a terrific entry into that whole world. So once again, or even if you have tried this and you've had a look at a few of these things yourself, leave me a comment on the website because I'd be interested to see how many of you have really tried to do this and have got stuck or whatever, however it's happened for you. So leave me a comment or, as I always say, you can contact me directly at henry at retiredexcited.com. That's it for today. Hope you've had a great day. Keep well and I'll see you next time. Hi, I want to give that a go. Oh, wait, I wanted to thank you again for listening to the Rocky Retirement Show. If you're a new listener, a good place to start is episode 116. This explains the six pillars of retirement lifestyle and our general philosophy. Episodes 1 through 236 can be thought of as an encyclopedia. These are topics that may or may not be interesting to you. You can listen to the ones that you're interested in and forget the rest until the issue becomes an issue for you. And that's okay. I actually don't recommend starting with episode one and working through until the most recent. That's actually not how the show was designed. Of course, if you want to do that so you can see how the show changed over time, you're welcome to. Now, starting in August... Actually, August 31st of 2020, we changed the format of the show. The monthly episodes starting with 237 follow a real retiree from her pre-announcement through her first year of retirement. There might be bonus episodes, but we're committed to monthly. If you've enjoyed any of our past shows or the show that you've just listened to and you want to support us, you can do so in any of the four ways. One, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs to hear it. This is the most important way that people find us. Since our audience is typically older, we grow by having our listeners share our episodes with others. Two, subscribe to or follow the show 
using whatever podcast catcher you're listening on right now. Now, if you're listening on your computer, you can listen on your smartphone by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I mean, I believe on all of them. If you can't find us on the podcast catcher that you'd like to use, send us a note on the website at rockyourretirement.com and we'll make sure that we get on your favorite podcast app. But basically, what you do is you download the app and then you search for the show and when you find it, you'll hit subscribe. Make sure it's the Rock Your Retirement Show and that you hear my voice when you listen. Um, actually, there were some episodes where Henry Shapiro was a guest. Uh, we, we actually downloaded some of his episodes. So if you hear him, it's probably still the, the same show. There were maybe 34 or 35 episodes back in the beginning that we hosted on our show uh, when he decided to leave podcasting. Number three, how you can support us is by leaving a review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to normally has the option of leaving a review, either a written review saying how great the show is or just with stars. Five stars is typically the best. And of course, we're shooting for those five-star reviews. And if you tell us why you like the show, what you liked about it, it's actually easier for other people to understand what the show's about. A lot of people, when they find our show, they think it's about money. And of course, by now, you know that it's not. Number four, if you'd like to support us financially, of course, we're always appreciative of that. Just go to rockyourretirement.com support, and it will take you to our page where you can support us financially. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye.